What's going on, everybody? Ethan Quintero here, back again with my partner in crime, Jude McLaren, for another SSPN recap of the San Antonio Spurs' very narrow victory over the Washington mm-hmm. Wizards <laughs> on April 26th, 2021. Jude, let's just jump right into it. I know you had a, you didn't see the first half all that much, but what were your overall impressions of tonight's game? So, like, I know that this is a good win, like all things considered, obviously we couldn't play defense, but to be fair, eight teams before us against the Wizards weren't able to play defense either. They've just been on a roll. Um, so you've got to give credit like where it's due. Like this is a good win, not a great win, but but a good win and an important one when you consider the teams that are coming up on the Spurs record. Um, finally able to when they get over 500, extend that. So a little three-game winning streak in the past three games, super important um, in my opinion. And just another thing that I want to mention that, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm going to get into some negatives here, but before I get into that, I just want to say that, like, let's appreciate DeMar DeRozan putting this team on his back because there's a high probability that this is going to be the last year that he plays for the Spurs, in my opinion, and I think in yours too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to appreciate, you know, him going for 37 and 10 uh, for the Spurs tonight. But uh, Rudy played probably his best game that we've seen him play um, yeah. in a long time in this one. Uh, once again, so it says that Devin Vassell came in the game it says zero minutes. Yes. Did you even ever? Okay, so how long was he in? Why was he in? I saw him. He came in for one possession, a defensive possession. It was like third quarter, I think. Could have been second quarter. Okay. And um, he's guarding, I think, Westbrook or Hachimura, something like that. And literally, mm-hmm. he was only in for that one possession. They got a bucket. I don't even know if he was guarding the guy. Like he, I didn't notice mm-hmm. him do anything wrong, but Pop got mad at him, immediately calls timeout, and pulls him. So he literally got like one possession worth of playing time, and then he got he got yanked and got yelled at for uh, doing something wrong. So, just for we've been on this kind of Devin Vassell thing and how it's BS in our opinion that he's not playing um, and he's more talented uh, than than some of these dudes who are playing um, in our opinion. But the one thing that I will say, just for some solace for Spurs fans, is this isn't gonna like deter Devin Vassell. And it isn't going to like also, more importantly, in my opinion, this isn't going to make Devin Vassell want to leave once his rookie contract is over because he had to kind of go through the same thing at Florida State. Um, I'm forgive me. I'm forgetting their coach's name, but he he's a legend and he's a guy who's pretty tough uh, on his players, too, especially young freshmen like a Devin Vassell once was. And there were moments where he got pulled and where he got benched when he was at Florida State. And basically, he, he's a no-excuses type of mentality. And and that's kind of the way that his parents have raised him. I forget where I saw this, but I saw this in an article about him. And basically, it was just saying about how he feels like if he's not getting playing time, like that that means that he needs to do something better. And while in our opinion, yeah. we're sitting here like, no, he needs playing time, as an NBA player and as a person, uh, I, I think that says a lot about Devin Vassell is he's not just going to sit there and moan and whine and complain that he's not getting PT when he feels like he should. He's going to take it as, okay, I need to push even harder. So 
I think that's going to be great for the Spurs in the long run. I know in the short term, this is kind of annoying us, but in the long run, this is going to make Devin Vassell a better player. And then when he does get on the floor, we already know how good he is. So just wanted to say that little note on Devin Vassell. Yeah, and I don't think Devin's all that upset about it either. I mean, the Spurs have a history of doing this. He's a rookie guys. Yeah. also. Let's think about, I don't want to compare him to two of the greatest players of all time, but Tony Parker, mm-hmm. Manu Ginobili, notorious in their early careers for being pulled very quickly mm-hmm. and being yelled at by pop, you know, because they made one mistake. I mean, it, it just, it's going to happen when Greg Popovich is your coach, but the future is bright for him. No doubt. Um, you mentioned a lot of great things about tonight's game. And I want to give a shout out to the wizards because they played a hell of a game as well. Uh, at least on the offensive end, neither team was playing exemplary defense. Let's not kid around. Um, but you know, because both teams are, were making a lot of baskets uh, but shout out to Bradley Beal. He had 45 tonight. Literally, did try, he tried to do what DeMar did for the Spurs, which was put his team on his back, especially with Westbrook struggling tonight. Nine for 26 from the field. I mean, he had a triple-double. But, but he got 22, 13, and 14. I mean, I was watching the whole game, and he that dude... MVP. You know, he, MVP. He was struggling. <laughs> anyway. I mean, if anybody was the MVP other than Bradley Beal for the Wizards tonight, it was Alex Len. This dude was kicking our guys' butts in the paint. Freaking hitting a three, bro. Eight for nine from like, the field. Yeah, one through ten boards. He had Jakob in foul trouble early. Jakob finished with five mm-hmm. fouls. He had five fouls going into the fourth quarter, and he finished overtime with five fouls miraculously, not getting that sixth one. Um. But like I said, just a poor shooting night for both teams. Spurs, 35%, 30% for the Wizards. Um, it, it was really like an old-school game, kind of. Like, it might have been a little bit gross to Sean watch. Sean said that on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> pleasing to watch, like the new modern era, but, like, everybody was just falling over, going for loose balls, throwing it down. It, it was definitely enjoyable to watch, and Keldon Johnson was playing exceptional in the paint despite his... Uh, height disadvantage he had 21 points tonight and uh DeJounte doing DeJounte things with 25 points 17 rebounds like career high yeah that's crazy five assists three and steals. five assists too yeah he, he mm-hmm. was all over the place tonight you mentioned Rudy Gay my boy Eubanks looking a little bit more human recently I'm not gonna lie but he still finished with 10 points got a couple steals four, four boards shot well mm-hmm. played hard that's what you need yeah. in the paint from Drew. Like, I know, yeah, maybe, like you said, he is looking a little bit more human, but at the same time, he's looking like a stud backup center still. Yeah, 100%. Even, even in his games where he's a little bit down, still looks like a stud backup center. He always gives so. 110% effort, which is mm-hmm. what we really need from a backup center. Lonnie was MIA. I don't know. He didn't do anything tonight. Literally took three shots, missed every single one of them, one three. He was plus five somehow. I don't know where they got that plus five from. Maybe he was playing good defense, but offensively mm-hmm. he was just not. Maybe because it's a bad stat, Ethan. It could be, <laughs> but I'm just I'm just looking at it. I mean, DeRozan was plus DeRozan and I'm playing. I just wanted to mess with you. But look at this: DeRozan <laughs> and and Lonnie both had plus five, and DeRozan clearly played a better game than Lonnie. Look, Walker. look, look! Like and and you you know when you first brought up this stat, I think it was on the it was. It was on the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, the Friday podcast, and you're like, you're like, look, I get everybody doesn't like this stat, but you know sometimes it tells you things, and I think that's a good yeah. way to look at the plus minus. Sometimes you're gonna look at it and be like, yeah, this makes absolutely no sense, and then sometimes it's gonna be really, um, what's the word? 
I guess telling. Yeah. It, it it sometimes it will it will highlight how a player may have not stuffed the stat sheet, but had a positive impact on the floor. Yeah. Or the opposite. Russell Westbrook minus eleven tonight, <laughs> but a triple double. I mean, what are the mm-hmm. odds? Uh, you mentioned Rudy, Patty Mills was missing in action in the first half. Okay. He he hit some freak shots. Yeah, he did. Like, they're good, but. Like that's not shots that we need to be relying on. Anyway. Yeah, that was that was that was weird. Like I, I was not expecting him to shoot the first one, then he did, and I was like, oh no, and it went in. And then we drew the next couple plays for him. I was a little upset. I thought that Demar needed to have the ball in his hands pretty much every time down the floor in those last like two and a half, three minutes. Um, it, we started doing it a little bit more in the last minute, but you know you can't get him every the ball every time, I guess. Um, horrible officiating. Especially with the double team. Yeah. Yes, horrible yes. I'm so glad you said that. And not even not even just the Spurs. Both sides. Yeah. God-awful officiating. Bad for the Wizards. Bad for the Spurs. Terrible all around. Not, you know, this isn't us just being like, they had bad calls against the Spurs. And no, they was... were favored. No, this was just god-awful for everybody. I'm sorry for the Wizards fans out there, too. Yeah, I don't know if, if uh, I had a different stream than you. I didn't have Sean and Bill tonight, but uh, my guys, I think it was Karan Butler and somebody else, um, mm-hmm. they were talking about how that specific referee who's bald, he was um, a substitute ref because there's so many out for COVID protocol. So he, this was his first NBA game. He's usually a G League ref. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he's the guy yes. that was throwing tees all over the place tonight. He was just... Dude. Yeah. So it's funny you mention that because the Spurs did not know they were they were talking about how it's bad officiating mm-hmm. Bill and Sean, Sean were but they did not mention that so that's a that's a great note that explains a lot yeah it really does <laughs> and he, I mean he was throwing tees at Westbrook Beal mm-hmm. uh, Pop I think got one it, it was nuts uh, but I, all right or go ahead I, I was just gonna bad. ask you your man went down with us ankle sprain and i think we really missed him in the second half and there go and there goes our season ethan and there it goes down the drain right there then in there that's the story of our season that's gonna be the death of us if if the spurs lose in the play-in tournament it's because Derek white is not playing um and you know i think since i've said that ethan that that he is the unquestioned leader Every single game since then, in the clutch, he's been the guy hitting shots. I don't know if you've noticed that. I know I'm tooting my own horn right now, but but tell me, tell me if you've noticed anything different. I mean, it's clear that he's been she's been shooting a lot better since you said that. That is for mm-hmm. sure. His efficiency has gone way up. But I'm talking about in the clutch. No, no uh, first quarter, no third quarter, fourth quarter. I mean, yeah, but he's not like the unquestioned. Like Demar has been killing it in the fourth quarter. Okay. Yes, These are just the backup. There's two people that show up, and yeah. here's the thing, and here's why he's the unquestioned leader of the Spurs, Ethan. DeMar DeRozan won't be here in 2020, in fall of 2021. Yeah. So that is why Derek White is the unquestioned leader of the Spurs. That's Anyways. true. I, I did like but DeJounte I stepping saying. up tonight in the fourth quarter. Yo, sh- shout out to him. That was the most quiet 25-17-5 yep. I've ever watched. It was at the end of the game. You just look at the stat sheet, and you're like, holy crap, mm-hmm. DeJounte killed it tonight. Um, and another thing, I know it was OT, but Keldon Johnson just getting more than 25 minutes, 38, yep. in fact, is just 
it's just a good thing. And as we see, I mean, yeah, you know what he did? He didn't do, you know, he wasn't huge on the boards, wasn't huge in assists, but he went and got buckets when they needed him to in the paint. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of Keldon Johnson is he can do so many different things and can play so many different roles. Mm -hmm. So I thought he played terrific defense tonight as well. On he played he was guarding Russ most of the night. Um, I believe. And you know, that's his favorite player. Yeah, it makes that's sense. Who he, so it, that I was, every time I watched Keldon guard Russ and then mm-hmm. say something or whatever, it just put a smile on my face. That That's one of those cool NBA moments yeah. that like, regardless of like, you know, what the situation is like, for example, if I was watching, like, obviously this will never happen, but if I was watching Jason Tatum play Kobe, like that, it's the same type of deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. So obviously Kobe's a lot different than Russell Westbrook, but yeah. just watching a young player guard and play against and go after their childhood favorite player is pretty cool to see. He had a pretty cool Westbrook moment. He got a putback slam <laughs> on the going baseline. On his yeah. side. He screamed. It was, it was pretty cool. A lot of energy from Kelvin tonight. Good to see him playing well. Facts. Well, honestly, I don't have too much else to say about this one. I mean, bad defense, still same kind of issues with the rotations and people who are playing. I think that's only going to get tougher with Derek White out. With Derek White out, will we see more Devin Vassell? Mm. I don't know. Will we just see Drew Eubanks and Gorgie Jang? Probably, because that's what Greg Popovich is going to decide to do. But the San Antonio Spurs have the Heat and the Celtics. The Celtics are kind of getting a little bit hot. That's going to be way tougher than the first game, in my opinion. Um, and I think that this Heat game, I think it'll be a little bit closer regardless of the score. But that's not a guaranteed win to close out April. And then we've got the gauntlet of May. So I forget. I think the big, when we first started doing the show, Ethan, I told the people that it's not going to get any easier. And this is where we're really going to start to see what's going to happen. This was the absolute worst time to lose Derek White. And that's when the Spurs lost him. Yep. So, well, only thing I know. Just a tough season for Derek. Oh, yeah. Tough really. season. Now both feet are hurt because it was his other foot earlier in the season. Oh, and you got COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He's been all over the <laughs> Come place. Come on, man. Poor Derek. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, Lonnie Walker, yeah. the fourth, is going to have to step up in these next few games without Derek White. He's going to have to get more than zero points in 20 minutes of play. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen in this. In the that that Derek was that Derek injury was a wrench. I mean, they mm-hmm. threw a wrench in there. I know that they pulled this one out tonight, but you got to understand he was a big part mm-hmm. of slowing down Westbrook, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was guarding him for a lot, and and having him and Dejounte in the backfield is so important defensively whenever it comes to kind of just shutting guards down um, for SA. So. Yeah, we're gonna need we're gonna need Lonnie to definitely kind of pick that up where he left off. Um, honestly, I'd say even more def- defensively. On top of the fact that Derek's had about a couple games in a row with twenty points, so tough, tough, tough. Mm, very, very, very tough. Oh God, sorry, I choked. I choked. I'm getting. I'm crying because Derek's gonna be out, and we need him yeah. to guard Tyler Hero <laughs> and Jimmy Butler. Because yeah. that's when we're going to be back next is Wednesday night. 7 o'clock is when the game starts against the Heat. We're visiting Miami, of course. Always a fun rivalry. Um, any final notes, Jude? I can't wait for Tyler Hero to snarl at us as we lose. Ugh. Yeah. Drew mm. Banks about to posterize Bam Adebayo. Mark my words. 
Mark my words. That's my final mm-hmm. note. Go Spurs go, and we will see you guys on Wednesday. Derek White will be the MVP next year.